doing another shallow dive um, into some of the definitions and uh, important things, I think, when it comes to discussing and understanding uh, cultivated meat and generally the alternative uh, protein space. And I want to start uh, this one uh, by talking about stem cells. Uh, so stem cells is a, a term you're, you're likely to hear quite a lot um, as you're learning more and more about the industry, how it works, um, and things. So I think it's, it's, it's an important um, term to at least somewhat understand uh, what is a stem cell um, and how does it relate to the production of cultivated meat. So um, hopefully you understand the concept of cells. Um, if not, then uh, I guess you're in a, a bit of trouble because uh, it's kind of quite basic stuff. But <coughs> not saying I really fully understand everything about cells. I definitely don't. Um, but what I do know is that uh, our body and the bodies of animals are made up of millions and millions of cells. Uh, and cells are uh, these tiny little structures that you cannot see um you know, with your eyes, uh, but with under a microscope, um, a cluster of these cells you can see, uh, and you can see these cells, sorry, under a microscope, but a cluster of these cells is then what makes, uh, you know, the body what it is. Um, so we have millions of millions of cells that make up a body, and um, there are hundreds, if not, I think, thousands of different types of cells, um, and all of them have different characteristics um, so uh, different roles, let's say, to play in order for uh, the, the body or, or, or the organism that the cells are part of to um, function. Um, now, one of these types of uh, cells, as I said, there's thousands of different types of cells. One of them is a stem cell. So it's a type of cell um, and it's a very, very important cell. Um, you know, as I read about it and find out about it, um, because uh, it's very powerful, I think. Um, the reason that stem cells uh, are, are powerful or, or important in my eyes is because they have uh, these two key characteristics. So stem cells are able to essentially clone themselves, um, so replicate themselves. So they divide um, into a mother and a daughter cell, where um, the mother cell is basically another copy of itself, um, or maybe it's the daughter cell. Maybe I've confused that, but essentially the concept that I want you to grasp here is that a stem cell can basically multiply and make another copy of itself, which allows it to grow. Um, and the other key, key aspect of a stem cell is its ability to kind of morph or turn into um, a another type of cell um, so uh, it, it, it can essentially uh, help us replicate new types of cells that we need for the body um, so these processes I believe one's called proliferation which is the the process of um, it cloning itself and differentiation is uh, the process of when a cell a stem cell turns from um, it being a stem cell into uh, like the the um the cell that it, it it wants to or needs to turn into to fulfill its um its role in the body let's say so going back to what i've just covered of the stem cell is a type of cell 
and the key characteristics of a stem cell are that it can clone itself um, and it can turn into different types of cells. And when we consider um, a stem cell, there's three types of um, stem cells that exist. And here I'm just talking generally, I'm not specifically honing into cultivated meat, I'm just talking generally about stem cells. Um, there's three types. So we have the uh, embryonic stem cell, that's number one. Um, and then we have number two, which is the adult stem cell. Uh, and then number three is the IP stem cell. So three different types of stem cells that we have. Uh, and what I want to do is go through each type very briefly and just give you um, a, a, a kind of idiot's definition of what that stem cell is and also how it starts to relate to cultivated meat production. So first and foremost, the embryotic, um, uh, sorry, not embryonic stem cell. Um, so this is probably the one that you've heard of the most uh, and, and probably as you can get from the name, the embryonic stem cell comes from the embryo. So this is what um, is basically the start of uh, a baby or, or, or um, uh, because it, it's found in the embryo of uh, a female. Um, and the very, very powerful thing about these embryonic stem cells is they have the ability to turn into any cell. And that's why uh, basically any cell you have in your body comes from the source is the embryonic stem cell because it's uh, it's it's uh, basically differentiated. It's morphed into a skin cell or it's morphed into something, uh, something else. So it's a very, very important and powerful um, type of stem cell. But it's very, very, well, I think it's not used at all, actually, in the cultivated meat sector. Um, there are obviously, I think, as you can guess, some ethical issues around um, the use of embryonic stem cells generally. So specifically in cultivated meat, you would be like using um, an early stage embryo to uh, create meat. So it's not used from... Um, in, in cultivated meat and also it's quite a hard thing to get hold of um, you know in, in other areas of research they're usually getting embryonic stem cells from um, IVF clinics I think they're called um, where they're not being used or they're going to be discarded and they're taking them from them so it's, it's quite heavily regulated in terms of how you can use it so you will hear and you will probably heard a lot about embryonic stem cells, but generally in the space of cultivated meat, doesn't seem that they're really um, are being used uh, specifically. So the next um, type of stem cell is an adult stem cell. So the adult stem cells are similar to the embryonic stem cells in that they can uh, differentiate, they're found in the body, then they can differentiate and, and change into other stem cells, sorry, other types of cells. But their, their ability to change is limited in terms of what type of cells they can change into. So I would sort of think of them as a little bit more specialized stem cells um, than the embryonic ones where they're already kind of um, ready to replace certain cells within the body so uh, i think a relatable example would be um uh, embryonic uh, sorry would be um, adult skin stem cells 
uh, or perhaps adult um, blood stem cells. Uh, these stem cells are already ready in place to, um, uh, to, to turn into skin cells or uh, blood cells when, uh, you know, you cut yourself or just generally as you rub your finger and the skin um, replaces itself. So those cells are used in some cases by cultivated meat companies. Um, but from my research, it really does um, look like this is the minority and not the major majority of companies using this process. Um, so what, what they're, they're essentially doing is extracting a specific type of um, stem cell. So let's say um, a muscle um, stem cell from a cow and then using that uh, the cultivated meat process to uh, to make it turn into a muscle cell, uh, essentially. But um, it's quite an invasive process and it's quite involved um, and it has limitations in terms of what the, the, the adult stem cells can actually change into. So generally speaking, um, they're not as commonly used in cultivated meat as uh, the next um, type of cell which is uh, an IP stem cell. So you'll notice that I'm abbreviating IP um, because I can't pronounce or can't remember the full, um, I think it's induced pluripotency stem cells, something like that. Um, I'll put it up on, on, on the, uh, the video if you're watching the video here. But essentially, these are the third type of stem cells. And when reading into it and learning it, I kind of see these as uh, sort of like man-made stem cells or um, maybe better to call them man-mutated, man-adapted stem cells. So they don't naturally occur in the form that um, I'm referring to. They actually have some, um, let's say, tweaking uh, that's done to them in order to give uh, the, the, step, the stem cell properties. So let me try and explain what an IP stem cell is. Essentially, what it is, is uh, a normal cell. So it could be like a skin cell or a blood cell, not a stem cell, a normal cell. It's extracted from um, the animal or, or what have you. And in a lab, um, scientists are doing some crazy fancy stuff to essentially make that normal cell revert back to a stem cell. I know it sounds pretty crazy and it is pretty crazy, I think, when I listen to it and read about it. Um, and essentially when they do that process, that then creates a stem cell that not only has the ability to uh, mutate and differentiate into uh, back into a normal cell, but it, there's actually a wider range of um of, of types of cells that that IP stem cell can now change into. And this is actually one of the key reasons why an IP stem cell seems to be used more frequently in the cultivated meat production process than an adult stem cell, because it has that ability to, um, uh, what's the word, uh, to basically change into a wider spectrum of um, cells. Uh, the other area or other reason why you're likely to find um, the use of IP stem cells as opposed to adult stem cells is something called the, uh, the Hayflick limit. Um, 
and, and, and I'll, I'll probably make a separate um, video or recording about that. But essentially, if you refer back to earlier, I mentioned about one of the criteria of a stem cell is its ability to, to like replicate itself. Um, proliferation, I think is the term. But there's a limit to how many times that can occur. So eventually you would have to go out and get a new source cell because um, it's only rep it's replicated only a certain number of times. Um, what, so what, what's uh, the benefit of an IP stem cell as opposed to an adult stem cell? It generally, it has a longer um, duration, a longer durability, essentially. So when companies are using these cells, if you're using an IP cell, stem cell, I mean, there's some work that needs to be involved to extend it, but essentially there's a greater ability to reuse um, to reuse the, 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 the stem cell rather than going out to get a new source. So those are the three types of uh, stem cells that exist. And as I've said, usually when you're reading about cultivating meat, learning about the technology, you, you probably find that IP stem cells are the, the, the type of stem cells that are used as opposed to the other two um, adult stem cells or um, embryonic stem cells. Now, the next thing to understand in this topic is what actually is the stem cell used for? How does it go from being in an animal to actually, you know, being used as part of a meat making process? In both cases, whether it's an animal stem cell that's used, sorry, an adult stem cell that's used or uh, an IP stem cell that's used, the source is the animal that the cultivated meat company is trying to create meat from. Okay. In the case of the use of an adult stem cell, they're basically doing a biopsy on the animal. So let's take a cow, for example, they're cutting into a cow. Usually it's still alive. Um, and they're, they're actually taking the adult stem cell directly from the animal. In the case of the IP stem cell process, still the same thing. They're going into the animal to cut a piece of it out. But in this case, they're just taking a normal cell. They're not taking the stem cell. But in both cases, I think it's important to understand that they're still going to a live animal. With an IP stem cell, um, that is then in a lab altered that normal cell that they've taken to create the IP stem cell. Um, so now in both cases, you've got a stem cell that has the ability to grow and also change. So the first step, once you've got that stem cell, is the proliferation stage. So the proliferation stage is where um, the scientists or the cultivated meat companies are basically uh, controlling the conditions of the stem cell to make it replicate itself. Um, so essentially that one stem cell, let's say that they're using is then becoming two and it's growing and growing and growing. So you've just got a greater mass of, um, still stem cells. So still the cells that you actually want to, um, sorry, still 
stem cells. So they haven't got to the stage where they're actually got the, the, the type of cells you're wanting to consume. Uh, you're still just trying to increase the number of mass of cells, um, to create meat. So the second stage, once, um, you've proliferated enough and you've got the cells to a volume or a mass that is enough uh, to create the meat is the second stage, which is the differentiation stage. So this is where um, they, again, the scientists and the cultivated meat companies are controlling the conditions of this big mass of stem cells to trigger a process where those stem cells are then turning into the cells that we're actually interested in. So in the, in the uh, context of cultivated meat, the cells that we're actually interested in are basically the flesh of an animal. So most, <coughs> most commonly, um, the cells are being turned into, the stem cells are being turned into muscle stem cells or fat stem cells. So there are then, uh, processes after that, um, to actually start making, uh, the, the, this then mass of muscle cells or fat cells turn into the right kind of tissue structure for us to consume it. But I think the, in the context of understanding what a stem cell is, it's those first stages, which is important. So it's, um, extracting cell, the source from the primary cell from the animal, turning it into a stem cell if that's relevant, um, making it duplicate itself. Um, once it's duplicated itself, then making it turn from a stem cell into the cell um, of choice. Uh, so I hope that was not too confusing and easy to follow. Um, and yeah, I'll wrap it up there.